the Michigan GT is coming at you. the fires of Thunderford Studios, you're listening to the Michigan GT Podcast. With you tonight is me, Jeff. And I'm Rick. And I'm Rick Talk. Ha! <laughs> there it is! Welcome, listeners. We need to get a sound for fire. Oh. We totally need a fire sound on there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like the heat from yeah, the forge? Yeah, the heat. Oh, um, yeah. Right. The bellows that blowing all the sound, and, and the yeah. hammer falling on the anvil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we we'll, uh, That sounds cool. <laughs> well, obviously you guys aren't listening to the episodes lately because it starts off with a hammer and anvil hitting with a, with a thunder roll. There you go. Yeah. But we need it on there. Okay. Oh, well, so, I, oh, I can, so we I can, can get it on hear it. Yeah, yeah I feel it. So, there, so, oh, we can so we can feel it. We, when you say uh, that, when you bring us okay. in... We need to so hear it. It's going to light your fire. Yeah, there you uh, go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spark some creativity. Well, if I if I didn't say so already, we're on episode 31. 31. Ooh. All right. Entering our third decade of yeah. episodes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little fun with it in the teens and then 21 and yeah, they kind of just... Yeah, now we're just kind of approaching middle age kind of almost, <laughs> you know. Or, or you can look at it like the first 10 episodes was your freshman year. Very true. Then you're sophomore. Now we're right. into the junior year. Into the junior year. We're in the yeah. junior year. All right. Yeah. So now we're oh a little boy. more comfortable. Yeah. Confident enough to talk to some girls. Right. And we know how to get around our, our space. That's that's very right. true. People come to us now. That's a good point. As upperclassmen. Yeah. That's true. Upperclassmen, yeah. <laughs> kind of have, have a little swagger <laughs> yeah. walking around campus. A little swag. Yeah. When, you're, when yeah. you're sitting at your locker, yeah, Absolutely. the girls come to you. And we and we had the vision of next the next 10 where we're the seniors and we are the gods. <laughs> right. Those are the days. Right. So, so were you a god as a senior? God, no. I was, <laughs> were you Jeff? Um, No. Yeah, no, but I, I wasn't a nothing either. Well, you know? yeah, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, I played sports and people knew who I was. Right. Sure. Right. But I was not like, I went to one party my entire senior year. And that was because <laughs> a girl invited me. And it was the first date I ever had. And uh-huh. uh, so I was like, yes, I will go on this. I'll go to this party. Because nobody else was funny. inviting me to those kind of things. <laughs> um, right. So. You know, I um, you know, I went to high school in California. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one summer I came back here and I, I got a, a Michigan State football jersey that I used to wear around <laughs> campus and at school. And then somehow it, it this this rumor started that I had gotten a scholarship to Michigan State. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Sadly, it wasn't nowhere nowhere close to the truth. Uh, but but it was fun. But you know, I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But no, it's not uh, true. That but yeah, dang it. Why don't I think I wore a Michigan State mesh jersey? <laughs> yeah, you thing. did. It was hot. Yeah, those crop top ones. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder now why I never got invited to parties. Lorenzo White style. <laughs> well, to be fair, at least you got invited to parties. I mean, there was I, only two kids in my class. So. Right. But I only got, like I said, <laughs> so, so you were at a party every weekend. Is yeah, just, every you, weekend. You and pay, hanging out, yeah. Sure. Party of one. Just like I was the best student in the class. Wow, valedictorian. Nice. And the worst. <laughs> All at once. What is the word for the worst? 
I have no idea. <laughs> the worst of Dickorian? I don't know. <laughs> the the flunkutorian? Or yeah. Okay. Wow, yes. did we derail. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, this is episode 31. We're going to yes, be talking about uh, the holidays coming up. Yes. And, and how that affects our lives as gamers mm-hmm. and stuff we're interested in. Uh, we're following that up with some news. And then yeah. our hobby, favorite. Hobby, hobby time. time. Right. Yes. All right. So, why don't everyone hold on? We'll be right back. Help <laughs> us pay some bills. And we'll see you in a second. At Excelsior Games and Comics, we carry something for nearly every aspect of gaming. Board games, tabletop games, Magic the Gathering, collectible miniatures, role-playing games, and a wide variety of products from all the major gaming vendors. We pride ourselves on our personalized customer service, which is the core of our business. Our top priority is to keep our customers in mind with everything we do, from the playing space to the product selection in store and available for special order. We are growing our event calendars to support exciting events and tournaments for TCGs, leading with Magic the Gathering, board game nights with a large in-store lending library, RPG adventure nights on Wednesdays, as well as miniature tabletop games on Saturdays, ranging from sci-fi games with Warhammer 40k and Horus Heresy, fantasy genre with Parabellum Games Conquest, superhero fun with Atomic Mass Games, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Star Wars Legion, and historicals from Warlord Games and Battlefront Games. All right, welcome back, everyone. It's time to dissect some GT. Nice. And, or dissect some turkey, depending on how you yeah, look at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's cut, yeah. Let's cut right into it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, are we going to do one of those? It, 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 yep, it's, it's going to be that kind of episode. The puns. Yeah, it, I right. mean, it's, it is a punny opportunity. It, it so. is, that's very true. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> So, uh, here we are. We are recording two days before Thanksgiving. I, yep, yep. And which, you know, for our American listeners, <laughs> know all about it. This is the day that uh, we eat way too much. We yes. overindulge, uh, yep. park in front of some television. and Take a nap. Take a nap. Watch the Lions lose. Watch the Lions lose. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a tradition. And, uh, yeah, maybe throw a movie in the... The DVD player or, or, or streaming something. Go out of the woods, sit in the blind for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Take a nap that, that in the is, blind because that that's also, really what they do is right, the guys right. go out there and take a nap and they're blind. Yeah, they're not yeah. hunting right. on Thanksgiving. Oftentimes. Right? <laughs> for those that hunt, yeah. Absolutely. I'm totally going to do um, it this year. Also, a big thing uh, coming around the holidays is there's extra time to roll some dice. Roll yeah. some dice, do some hobby, like all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, what do we have planned? Um, well, for me, I'll be up north for five days for Thanksgiving, so I'll be playing some games with Levi. Uh, We're taking Marvel Crisis Protocol up with us, we're Mm -hmm. taking Dead Zone up with us, Mm -hmm. and I'm taking some hobby stuff up with me, Uh, and then a game I happen to be getting ready to play test. Oh, very cool. For Rest Nova. And yeah. uh, so you are, uh, you're going to your in-laws. Yes, going to the in-laws. So is this like a situation where... uh, Father-in-law doesn't, like, expect you to be spending every second with him while yeah, you're up there? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, um, he's okay doing his thing. And... Yeah, so for 20 years, I've done my own thing oh, every Thanksgiving. Right. So so for my wife's family, because it's my wife's family, mm-hmm. um, we have anywhere between 90 and 120 people for Thanksgiving. That's insane. Uh, yep, we have it at a church. All uh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, now, and it's this all, all family. family? It's all family. Oh, my God. The closest Are is... Are they the whole town? Oh, no, it come, lo- it's from everywhere. Oh, okay. Like, it's almost like a family reunion kind of thing. Sounds like it. Um, because some of the family from Florida comes up, uh, California. All right, so it's a, um, it's a Arizona. thing. Arizona, yeah. They, it's they, a th- they've really made it their thing. It's a thing. So they probably don't get 
together much around Christmas time or whatever. They're, they're I, no, kinda just Christmas doing, is much more mellow. They're all doing their, the, doing their, their own small things. pod yeah. thing. And this is kind of like, like when everyone comes together for the one big yeah. thing a year. Okay. And like for us, Val, myself, and the two kids, we go up to the in-laws for Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just us and grandma and grandpa. Right. Wow. And that's it. Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving is... Hundred yeah, and some that, people. That seems wow. a little overwhelming. I, it is. Um, when and it's it is because I'm twenty years later. I'm still the outsider. I'm uh, I'm the nerd. I don't. Uh, except for right after dinner, Risk comes out. Oh, nice. there you go. Like it's it's a tradition. We play Risk every single year, and it's the game lasts for hours. Well, because Risk does. But it's it, different people step in and take over. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's good. Completely changes it because oh, sure. yeah, someone's strategy might differ. Different, different Completely plans, different, right? Yeah. yeah. You spend the entire game making sure nobody touches Alaska, and then your daughter comes in and like yeah. sells it. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got going on for Thanksgiving. Oh, very cool. Um, <laughs> excellent. So you get five days. Yep. No work. No work. S- sleeping in. We'll Maybe. see about that whole oh, sleeping okay. in thing. <laughs> All right. Um, but the other thing about being up north is it completely disconnected. Um, there, There's no cell signal. There is right. no cable. There's no internet. Um, oh, wow. It's, it's old school. Yeah, it's and it's actually, it's really nice. It's like caveman living. Yeah, it's kind of nice to disconnect. Sure. Right. And bring my light and my hobby stuff. No, <laughs> I'm no not playing games with things and just do my own thing. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, mine will be a lot more toned down than that. <laughs> uh, we're just doing just uh, the my wife and my daughter and I, and that's it. Oh, so, okay. So, uh, yeah, I weren't able to get together with my folks this year, so um, maybe next year we'll get back to that. Okay. But this year, it's just the three of us. Um, yeah, we're going to eat way too much food. Uh, yeah, three as people you do. make way too much food. Uh, I, I bought a whole ham <laughs> for the three of us. And my wife doesn't really even eat meat right now, too, because yeah. you know, her diet's kind of restrictive and that kind of thing. So, But my daughter is like, well, I like ham. We don't like turkey. I'm like, all right, well, let's get a ham. What the hell? So, so we'll you're going to do just a ham? Uh, we're doing ham and potatoes and, okay. you know, green beans. Green bean casserole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep, that's on the list. Everybody yeah. has green yep. bean casserole. I, I bought a giant apple pie from Costco nice. today, nice. you know. So, yeah, like all I said, right. it's just going to be... Way too much food, <laughs> but we're gonna have to cook once for the weekend. I, that's and then true. All the food's ready to go. Nice. Yep. Um, and then another thing that I do every year is I always have uh, guys over to play games the Friday after yeah. Thanksgiving. Nice. So the crew will be out, mm-hmm. uh, get some games in. I think there's a lot of talk of uh, playing some Conquest. <laughs> so nice. You know, one of my buddies is coming in from Chicago where he's working right now, mm-hmm. so he's coming home for the weekend and. He's making plans to to bring his models so he can get some games in. So right on, I can dig that. Yeah, and then I'll be painting like a fiend, I, like I always do, as like you, you always do, because yeah. That, yeah, that is definitely a Jeff thing. That's yeah. how I roll. Uh, yep, nice. absolutely, Mr. What Rick about Talk. you, Rig Talk? Uh, so I will be here at the studio, uh, catching up on TikToks okay. for my clients. Um, my local family is going up north. I do not plan on going up there with them. It's not, they're not going to see my family. They're going to see my, my brother's right. adopted family. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's not really a connection for me. Makes sure. sense. Um, and then, yeah, so I'll just be here. And uh, But traditionally, Thanksgiving for me was a, a time when when we were little where risk would come out, yep. right? Or 
uh, Axis and Allies. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was it was definitely yeah. a board game yeah. or a tabletop gaming event, sure. which got me in, you know, which was one of those things as a ch- small child got me into playing games today. Right. Yeah. And, and like sparked that interest. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Access and Allies was a, a hugely influential game to in my childhood. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're very close to the same age. Right. Uh, we're a couple like, years apart. We're like 60. Yeah, you 60 old or 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, in our mid-30s, Access and Allies came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that dropped when I was in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. Is when, is when that came out. Yeah. And we just played the crap yeah. out of that and game. And such a good game. Even the, I mean, oh. the classic is still yep. just a banger. It is. It's just a banger. Uh, the replayability is fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, obviously with the five different factions yep. that you can play, it, you know, changes things up yeah. dramatically. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're playing two players to five players, that changes things up, you yep. know. And, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of hours. Uh, oh, yeah. All those Milton Bradley big box yeah, games, yeah, actually. Uh, uh, Fortress America. Fortress America. Uh, uh, Shogun. Shogun, uh, the Roman Empire the, one. Yeah, uh, uh, Conquest Con- of the, the Empire. Conquest of the Empire. All and four. Were, there, was there a fifth one? Uh, I, felt like there was a, there, I felt like there was a pirate one as well. I never, if there was, I think it I was never, called like Broadside. Never played it if there, um, if there was. But. but yeah, Shogun was awesome. Right. Well, you Shogun, could hire the ninja. Shogun was fantastic. Yeah, you so know, good. All four of those games were just really, really good. Right. And uh, So when you guys were over there playing those games, I was stuck playing Pictionary. Okay. And uh, Sucker. Yep. And all those family games. Sure. Right. That my oh, mom we, loved. we played plenty of that yeah, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we played plenty of yeah. that too. But I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, those yeah. those Milton Bra- Milton Bradley big mm-hmm. boxes heavily influenced me as sure. w- the war gamer I've right. become. Yeah. Cuz without those games, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have been drawn to this. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I can I can absolutely see that. that. Yeah. I can absolutely see that cuz uh, even though I don't play like any like Warhammer mm-hmm. or Age of Sigmar or yeah. Yeah. technically yeah. I don't play any traditional war games like you guys do. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, tabletop war games. But those games were highly influential in my my interest in tabletop, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And it, I think it kind of speaks kind of oddly that I don't play those other games <laughs> because almost everybody I know that does speaks back to those. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, Axis and Allies. I can't think of any war gamer truly who didn't play it. Right. Right. Yep. That's in our age. Yeah, bracket, and right? and and they were mainstream. You know, right. you can go into your local. You can you get know, it any hobby tar- shop, Target yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kmart at the time or wherever, right. you know, ah, and Kmart. you could just get it off the shelf. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you didn't have to have a specialty shop to get your hands on it. Correct. Yep. And yeah. 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 I'm still looking. Huge like, reach. Like I'm. I don't have a copy of Axis and Allies. Oddly. Oh wow. Right. And you would think I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm actually on the hunt for, I want to get all four of those originals. The traditional. Right. All because right. Nice. I, cause Access and Allies is currently reprinted now, or they have a new version of it where it's like yep. collectible. Yep. Right. And you can get different troops and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. And I you think. You just want the straight. Uh, yeah. I want original. the straight original. Uh, right. And I think uh, Renegade Game Studios is now handling that for. Um, for Milton Bradley. Or Avalon or Hill or whoever. Whoever owns them it's, now. It's under Hasbro's licensing. Okay. Right. And sure, I know, of course it is, because what's not? Right. And <laughs> Ran, and Renegade is doing a lot of Hasbro IP. Oh, really? So, right. Just like sub-licensed out Correct, kind of thing? yeah. All right. So uh, I can see them being the one doing it, or I know they are the one doing it, but... Sure. And, you know, well, Axis and Eyes especially, they've released so many, like, alterations of the of that core right. game. You can, like, 1944 or 1942 or right. Pacific Theater or European yep. Theater. You know, they've... Yep. There's a lot of... 
you know, yeah, sub subs. games that have come yeah, out of that, which absolutely. is which is really interesting too. I agree, but that was that would be my normal Thanksgiving when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But over the years, it's it's an it's actually just another work day for me, right? Right, which is fine. But for those of you that are here, uh, you know, I know you're going to be up north. But if yeah. you're local, like Mason or Lansing area, and you happen to have an extra plate or dish, and you want to stop by the studio <laughs> and drop off, maybe I, you know, like I like ham and some. Uh, some green bean casserole. Oh, you play a game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or maybe you can stop by and play a game with me. I can, I can send you pictures. <laughs> I'll take pictures as long as they're scratch and sniff. I can't, <laughs> can scratch I, and sniff. I can't wait for our phones to get where we can go, please send scent as well. Right, right. And then someone would be like, oh, yeah, it's a ham, but it, you know. <laughs> uh, nice. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's my Thanksgiving. Very but, cool. But I get really excited for what comes after Thanksgiving? And, and what's that? Black Friday, oh. uh, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. Uh, yep. You're into those. Right. I, I'm, right. Because I'm a consumer. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I look forward to the... Okay. Because sometimes, I mean, you can't beat some of the tabletop sales that you can get yeah. on, like, for Small Business Saturday. Right. Right. Yeah. Small Business... And, and Black Friday does pretty well for a lot of places, too. Right. Good you know, discounts. Absolutely. But Cyber Monday... I'm, I hate to say no. this, and I, you know, I, I don't want to like to Amazon's horn by any means, I, unless they want to sponsor thing. this podcast. So Amazon, if you're listening, <laughs> we're open. Um, but uh, Amazon has some amazing sales on tabletop games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I never really looked that close. Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. A lot of times, it's like ridiculous. 75, 85 percent off oh, product. Wow. wow. You just, you just yeah, got to. Mondays is nuts. Yeah, Cyber Monday is crazy for. And that's just not that's not just like war gaming stuff, but that's just tabletop in general. Yeah, sure. right. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Hmm. So it's well, I'll, I'll have to give a good look. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gotten away from the Black Friday thing in the last few years. I got to be honest. Right. Uh, when my kids were younger, it was a much bigger thing. Sure. Uh, but yeah. as they've gotten older, you know, Christmas has gotten less. Sure. You know, because that yep. is a natural progression kind of yeah. thing. Um, and you know, we tend to do more. Um, experience things now mm -hmm. yeah you know with the christmas dollars instead of stuff which right. makes sense uh yeah, yeah. and you know when, when your kids have full-time jobs you know they can just go out and buy whatever, buy whatever they want anyways they want, right, right? Yep. you know um yeah so i've like i said i've just kind of gotten away from the whole black friday thing yeah so black friday used to be a big part of our thanksgiving too is to go out on thanksgiving day to the store no, or? no at thanksgiving they would always because you know black sheep like yeah, I'll go. Somebody has to go down to the gas station, and I'd buy five papers uh. and bring back all the Black Friday ads for all the moms and everybody wants to go on There's Friday. There's no stores up like, there anyway, right? Well, people go to Mount Pleasant uh. and Big Rapids. They'll trek in. Uh, yeah, right. they'll trek for it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Of course, most of that time I was working retail, so sure. I was working Black Friday. I'm like, screw you guys. I'm going back to work. Right. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun. Right. Peace out. I and I did get a couple chances where I got to go on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Right. I have no desire. Like literally, there's nothing in that store mm -hmm. that I need. Right. At that price. Right. On that day. Correct. That's I'll that's, get it later. That's interesting because I I like going out on Black Friday when I have the opportunity. Because you watch people. Right. They, I, there's a whole different thing for you. Right. I because I I am I like watching the yeah. human experience. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, there. I, there I might go. There's an experience. Like, like I might go to Walmart on Black Friday and spend no money, but I'll just walk around. I might even get a cart and put a few things in it and just walk around just to watch. 
how because I like watching <laughs> consumerism. I like yeah. watching how people like what are they gravitating to? What is going to be the big purchase items oh, this you year? Know, yeah. This year, right? Because it, it, one, it also helps me in some uh, well, things yeah, I need sure. for marketing. That right? makes sense. Yeah, that right? makes sense. And also, I'm that ass. Can I say that live on, <laughs> yes, on television? You can. Um, that will be in the game area at like Target <laughs> or Walmart. And when people are like in there looking at stuff, I start recommending product. <laughs> right? You mean you don't just randomly grab a game? No, I don't do that. On their way? Right, I don't do that. <laughs> Oh, you know, this looks like a, a family that'll play uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go and do that yeah. in there. Oh, you look like you play they, Tapple. They look very Christian. This look <laughs> Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Crabs Against Humidity. You put, know. Put, put a right next to the Bible in their cart. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and, but watching them as they're yeah. like, I hate to say it, the muggles. Yep. Are looking at the games, going, "Oh, what should we get?" I, I the kids want a right. game. Let's yeah. get Monopoly. Get them, right. Yeah. It's always yeah. Monopoly, and I'd be like, "Well, if you're gonna get Monopoly, get something that is." Different. Get South Park Monopoly. Get right. uh, JoJo Siwa. And sure. I know the other listeners are going to love that one. <laughs> but it's real. Uh, but, yeah, give, you know, I, I usually will give, like, recommendations. Like, how many people are in your family? What are some things you guys are interested in? Then, ah, you should probably get this game. I can 100% see you do that. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do it when we go out anyways. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> if I see people standing around in the gaming area, yeah. I will ask them, well, are you looking for a board game? Well, let me recommend a couple yeah. for you. What are you guys sure. into? And right. I just do it. You know, it's one of those services I do for all my, my publisher clients that they don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So any other plans after Thanksgiving? Um, or after Black Friday, I should say? Well, leading into the regular holiday space, I, uh, if anybody listening is on TikTok... You're going to see a lot of me dressed up as Santa Claus nice. on the different channels. And I, this is tis the season. Tis huh? the season. Right. So Tabletop Santa Tabletop comes back Santa's out. Back. Right on. And I start like doing recommendations for the holidays yeah. on, on the different channels. And You play like and the Santa Claus rap in the background? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't need it in the background because I drop hot lyrics out the box <laughs> nice. myself. Um, Spitting lyrics. Yep. <laughs> Spitting hot lyrics all the time. But um, I'm actually hoping that this holiday season leading up to Christmas and stuff that with the with the group of individuals that I've met, like you guys, and I've made friends with, that I would like to get some gaming in. Oh, that'd be great, right? Yeah. You know, like yeah, like I want. We need to play some Warzone, right? Yep. Even though it's a playtest and a technically a workish thing. Yeah, I want it's still. I yeah. I still want to learn how to play it. I want to. Yep. I thought you didn't play war games. We're gonna change that. Oh, I and I well I want. We have to a lot better chance of getting him to play a war game That's than true. we do getting him on an airbrush. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> just Pro- saying. That's probable. It's a game. <laughs> yeah, but right. word games, word what, not going to change your life. But what's, I know that. Airbrush but I know that. And it's weird. It's like I have like four airbrushes <laughs> here in the studio. You keep talking about this. You've seen them. I, I got the Vallejo sitting right out here. <laughs> I don't know. The Vallejo airbrush kit. Oh, I've seen the paints. I have the air kit with the airbrush in it and everything. The only thing I'm missing oh. is I can't find it is my little, I have a little with the shrink comp- wrap still on? The compressor. I never yeah. opened it, but yeah. Need, yeah. yeah, my little air compressor. You need to get one with a, with a tank. And it sounds like Yeah, yeah. That's how they sound. All Jeff wants for Christmas is Rick to touch his airbrush. That's, wow, they shouldn't say that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Sure. <laughs> Who doesn't want? But that? but yeah, I would like to, I'd like to put some more time on the table. I'd like yeah. you know, like, yeah. like if, awesome. if you guys brought over Warhammer, a couple armies, and showed me how to play, I would play. I would want to learn how to play it or Sigmar. Sweet. Yeah, right. 
I would like to learn Let's how to play it. all those games. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So that's that's I, that's I my that's, a, that's my holiday dream and wish. That's right. a nice dream. Yeah. It is. And then get you guys playing something else besides war games. And, okay, you know I'm uh, in. <laughs> you know I'm in. You see, Jeff 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 kind of went winced. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, he got me at the fucking no, drive-in. I'll I play I'll I'll play other things. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try many things. I'm so, open, open to trying. Things. So a couple games I would like, like if I were to sit down and, right now and say, this is a game I want to play with you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to play Malifaux. Okay. Granted, it is a war game, yep. right? A skirmish yeah, yeah, game. It's a but it's a different it's a, game. It's a, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right? And I just happen to have a lot of it. I'd try it. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'd yeah try. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Right. And I would, I'm also looking at, because uh, D&D is my favorite game. I would yep. totally play D&D. Right. 100% I'm looking at something. I, I don't yeah. know if you notice on the I'm other side of the whiteboard out there. still waiting for the invite for me to play D&D. Well, right? I think uh, I mentioned this multiple times. Probably. Well, I am working on something. And like right. I said, if you looked out on the whiteboard when you first got here, mm-hmm. on the opposite side, instead of the convention information that we were talking about tonight, on the opposite side is my campaign information that I'm working on. This is why it was flipped over. Ah, uh, yeah. It's black sheet hung over top. Yeah. Sure. A little Seco info. I mean, I would absolutely yeah. love for us to play some Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be fun as hell. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it might be. Is it, next, I, next year sometime? No, I'm just saying, you know, I want to play I want to play at least two sessions between now and Christmas. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sign me up. Nerds. <laughs> Absolutely, but, I mean, but what, 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 what about you two? As far as like post this week and Black Black Friday weekend mm-hmm. and, and stuff, what are some things between now and Christmas you're excited about potentially getting into? Right, D and D. I'm on the cusp of unveiling my uh, new gaming table. Ooh, all right. Yeah, so I was working on that a little bit this evening, actually. Um, all right, man. And so the final stages, I just got to do the the last bit of a little bit of assembly on it. Okay. And then I need some help hauling it upstairs. Uh, yep. Um, and then I need to stain it. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's gonna have to get stained inside because okay. it's a little cold. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's very very close. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm I'm very right excited on. about it. Um, it didn't hundred percent go how I wanted to how how I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I was going to use a lot of the um, epoxy yep. resin on it, but sadly one of the boards didn't cure oh. properly, and then I got a whole another batch of epoxy resin and it didn't cure again. Oh, oh, that's weird. It's weird, right? Hmm. Um, yeah. And so I had to quit throwing money at it. Yeah. At that point in time, because that epoxy resin is very expensive. Yeah, right. it is. And who are you um, getting that from? Uh, it was from a company called Stone Coat Countertops. Okay. I would recommend uh, Reynolds Advanced Material. All right. I mean, I'll try mm-hmm. that next time. Yeah. Um, and the odd thing was is because it comes in a, in a gallon, one mm-hmm. and a half gallons, right? right? And it's a two-to-one mix ratio. Mm-hmm. And with both batches, the first I, – I did it in, in two sessions, mm-hmm. right? Because it was yeah. just too much to do in one session. Sure. So I took half of one bottle – Half of the other bottle, mixed them together, measured it out. Yeah. Put my my dye in, mixed it up. Boom, no problem. Second half of the bottle of each bottle, mixed it, same thing, measured, put my mm-hmm. dye in. Yeah. Wouldn't cure. Interesting. Both times. Happened exactly oh, the same. Right. Huh. And I for the life of me, I cannot figure out why. Um, I even sent them an email. Okay. Explaining what was going on. Yeah. You know, and um 
very disappointed to yeah. uh, spend $170 for a gallon and a half of this stuff and then mm-hmm. have not half of it go to waste. And not to mention right. the woods shot. Yep. Right. And and that wasn't just go down to Home Depot wood. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. – that's, uh, what, what kind of wood are you using for your t- new table? Uh, it's in, in maple. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, delicious. <laughs> right, but you know, but it's not. It's, it's not, not, cheap. not cheap. No, cheap no, right. You know, and then not only that, but because it's the epoxy, you know, I had to yeah. build a form right. that that the board would sit in, and then you pour the epoxy. In. I mean, so mm. there's there's a lot a lot of cost. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, I probably yeah, I threw hundreds of dollars at this, and yeah. then to have it not work, so right. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in that. Oh, yeah, um, rightly so. Right. So, like I said, after the second failed one, mm-hmm. I just went in and just got some more maple and just yeah. just did flat boards on the top. Okay. Right. There still will be some epoxy features on the yeah. board, so it's not a complete waste, but mm-hmm. not quite what I was hoping for, yeah. sad, oh, okay. sadly. Okay. But, but it's, it's still, still going to be sweet. a sweet board. Yeah. 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 That's has super a, cool. has a 15-inch TV. Oh, inlay? In, yep. Inlay, yeah. Nice. For, for role-playing, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. It's it's pretty baller. I got. That sounds pretty cool. So, are you building this table off of a preset plan that someone else had designed, or is this a design of all of your own creation? Um, hybrid. Okay, so it's a Frankenstein. Well, I mean the 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 base the base design did come from someone else. Okay, and then I just made some modifications. Nice. You know, as I went along. Right. Um, that other table that's up in my hobby room Mm -hmm. is it's the same template basically. Okay. Um, but. And I've made even more improvements right. on that. And you're using better wood. Much better, because yeah. that's just pine. Yeah. Yeah, that's just cheapo pine. Yeah, and maple. For those of you listening that don't realize my fixation with uh, with maple and maple syrup. That's right. It's it's literally like, it's God's gift to the world. <laughs> so Yes, maple. They, it does. It, and the wood smells good. so good. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super nice. And yeah, yeah it's going cool. to be gorgeous when it's, yeah. when, after it's get done getting stained, right. you know, but... Yeah. Are you doing a darker stain like the table that you're replacing? Or are you going to do a lighter? It'll be lighter. Nice. Yeah, because that'll pull the feel of the maple better. Yeah, yeah maple doesn't do great with dark stain. I would I agree. Don't think. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be on the lighter side. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about you, Rick? Um. Well, it's full basketball season for my son, so oh, I'll right. be in a lot of basketball games. Are you going to start right. talking about Spartan basketball? Is going to get excited? Uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I will actually uh i'm actually kind of excited uh so my daughter is in ap stats and they mm-hmm. did a field trip to the lions ford field ford field, yep. ford field. they did a, a field trip down there to Ooh. learn about stats and stuff right and because they did that we were able to get lions tickets for 20 bucks Ooh, Sweet. nice. Which so rachel and i are going on the 11th and i think it's Carolina Vikings. Oh, Vikings! Yeah, yeah oh, that'll be Vikings. a good game. I think we're gonna we're gonna cool. we're going to see the Vikings for a total of forty dollars for Rachel and I. You know the uh, the Vikings nice. quarterback played at Michigan State. <laughs> ah, <laughs> right <nice>. on. <laughs> nice. I mean, neither my daughter and I really care about the like football football part of it. All right. It's but, but the experience. being the fact that I've that'll gone to experience. yeah, yeah um, going to a baseball game. Yeah, uh, major league baseball game mm-hmm. for the first time. Like I don't like baseball at all. Right. And I went there. And saw the Tigers, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually re- the whole experience yeah. was really cool." Right? Um, baseball is one of those sports that that projects much better live. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I I couldn't care less to watch it on television. Sure, but 
once or twice a year an afternoon at the ballpark is fun. Yeah. You know, right. whether it's lug nuts, you know, local yep. AAA stuff, or you go down to the major leagues. Yeah. Right. So Rachel and I are biased to say we're both very excited about cool. going you'll, down and you'll seeing have, an you'll actual have a good football time. game. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's super cool. You have some drunk fans you got to deal uh, with. Yep. That'd be about right. the worst of it. And, and then, of course, I've, I've got the D and D group at the Bath High School. Right. Um, we're going in. So after Thanksgiving, we started on painting. Oh, very cool. Um, we'll be doing some painting of some D and D miniatures from Thunderforge Studios and yep. some Sweet. building some minis from Mantic Games. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah, that's what I got going between the are they, holidays. Are the kids super pumped about the? They miniatures? are super pumped. Um, mm. When I un- opened the box of all the goodies from Mantic, right. like they freaked out, mm-hmm. like seeing all those miniatures. So were they incorporating miniatures into their gameplay? Prior they to already arrival? were. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, you, but it was random. Hit or miss. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. had a box, and everyone just kind of grabbed something out. Of yeah, the box. and some actually were just using a dice to yeah. move around on the map. Sure. Um, but they, they We've were all been there. The map. Um, <laughs> and, and they were doing old school. Yeah. They had the dry erase, and they were right. doing the map. Well, and you know, the thing, too, is, like, I bet you 70% of those kids wouldn't know where to go in, in yeah. the Lansing area right. to find a miniature. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, this is just... Um, and especially, like, being in Bath, it's, it's outside of Lansing, so right. it's like right. there's not really any... Direct mm-hmm. route? No. Yeah, you got to get a ride from right. mom. Yeah. Talk her into stopping by. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I can remember um, one of my summers I spent up here as a kid visiting my grandparents, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to talk my grandmother into stopping by Riders Hobbies there on, <laughs> on Michigan Avenue. Nice. Um, yeah, she, credit her. She stopped by, and, mm-hmm. and I got to go in there and, and pick up some stuff, you know. Cool. But, that was quite the accomplishment to try to, you know, yeah. oh, you're going to Lansing? Oh, I'd like to go to this writer's <laughs> hobby shop. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Nice. It was my, it, neither of my parents liked the whole hobby thing at all. Uh-huh. Um, my dad is the one that told me. We go to, we, growing up, we'd always go to Fairbanks and we go to Royal Fork um, Buffet. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, there was a game store right next to it. That's and handy. Comics. That's mm-hmm. handy. And my dad was like, you know, all you got to do is tell mom you want to go to Royal Fork for dinner when we're in town, and you can go to the comic store. <laughs> there you oh, go. Wow. So we ate a, at the Royal Fork a lot. There, okay. <laughs> it makes nice. sense to me. Because for us, it was a two and a half hour drive to yeah. the grocery right. store. So right. So yeah. yeah. So it was a trip, and it was a, yeah, it, was it was a, a trip. it was a day trip. And oh yeah. Yeah. So I can see that. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a challenge. <laughs> with my folks too, yeah. Because we were yeah. also, it was the era of you know D and D's demonic and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the satanic know, panics, right? Times. Yeah, yeah. So there was always the, kind of that. And my my parents weren't super freaked out about that kind of stuff, but I had friends whose parents were very, very sure. Yeah, that's well. Wasn't it us, wasn't it, was, it a local college that had an issue with that? In Michigan State, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I lived two thousand miles go. away at the time. Yeah, correct. You yeah. were in San Diego. Uh, I was in yeah. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, yeah, right. It was, yeah, it's just odd. It was an, I, it was I agree. an odd era. Yeah. A friend yeah. of mine, um, his name's Derek. He actually did a documentary this year, mm-hmm. uh, that was, um, aired at the Gen Con, uh, film festival based on the satanic panic oh, really? of the eighties. I bet that'd be interesting. It, yeah. It's really, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It kind of talks about, you know, where it all kind of stemmed from, how it kind of like uh, found its way into the media and propagated there. Right. And uh, it, yeah, it's a really interesting tell. And he interviews a bunch of uh, well-known industry folks around right. the gaming space because what a lot of people 
don't realize is, yeah, it was all about Dungeons and Dragons, but in, at that time, TSR was tactics, war gaming, mm-hmm. right? That was their bread and butter before right. D&D. Right. And so uh, it also shone a light, you know, to kind of bring it back to the GT kind of content. Yeah. It shone a light also on war gaming as a part of this whole, like, intro, like induction process into this satanic sure. level of <laughs> gaming is like, that's right. They're playing Napoleonics, and then, you know that's just the devil's work. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am so glad I grew up in Alaska. We were so disconnected; yeah. like none of that stuff went up there. Like we oh. would hear about it. Oh no, it's going it, on in Alaska now. It just caught up. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. Forty years later, yeah, hilarious, hilarious. So, so what? So what is something that if someone were to shop for you mm-hmm. in the hobby space? Oh, God. What would you th- What would you want as a gift? Because you're one of those individuals, uh, Jeff, that you don't necessarily need anybody to get you anything. I do right? not. But if, right. if if someone were to surprise you with something, what would what would be? You'd be like, oh snap, that's cool, and and thank you for that gift. Or is there something out there that you really really want that might be a hard find? No, there's not. There's not that. Okay. You know, if there's something out there I really really wanted, I priority went out and got it. Sure. You know. Um, so, for me, um, I'm always attracted to cool terrain. Nice. That that would be a very welcome, okay, welcome gift. Okay. Um, you know something, you know, interesting that would mm. that would look good on my um, fantasy games tables. Okay. More mm-hmm. fantasy leaning rather than sci-fi leaning. Sure. Nope. Um, like the uh, the neoprene gaming mats. Right. That I would be pretty stoked about. Okay. You know just. You know, something that isn't readily available to me. Sure. Um, you know, a uh, air compressor. Oh, a nice one? Yeah. yeah. One that, that's that, a, bigger than a lawnmower engine? No, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have to be big, just quiet. Quiet, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? That makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's difficult to have it running when the wife's trying to watch TV. Sure. Because I have it up in our, like, living space. Right. Um. Yeah, she's cool about it, but I know right. I know she would appreciate it if it were a little quieter. So. That, makes, that, that makes total <laughs> right. sense. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's really about it. Okay. You know, some of the things, like, my folks have gotten me some really cool stuff in the last few right. years. Like, um, I don't know, four or five years ago, my mom made me a cool um, stained glass, mm-hmm. like, like billiards light to go okay. over my game table. Right. Yep. And so it's like. I've seen it. It's, it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it cool. Is. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah, she did a good job on it. It's super neat looking. You yeah. know, it kind of has, like, that. A pool hall, yep. yeah, to it, but but gamer customized, right? Yeah. It's got yeah. like chaos symbols and yep. imperial eagles on it and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. And yeah. then uh, I, my dad got me like a mini fridge a couple years ago for the gaming room again, too. Which is know, perfect, like, yeah. brilliant. Again, yeah, yeah, right. Yep. You know, so little things like that yeah. are, are always pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend you taking a picture of that stained glass piece over your game table and putting it up on the Michigan GT Facebook I can do page. That. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. let people see that because. Sure. That is, it, it that's is. very unique. It is. Right. Right. It yeah. really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's super cool. Yeah. What about you, Rick? Um, neoprint Same mats. question. Same question. Neoprint mats. <laughs> like, I've got plenty of minis I need to take care of. Right. right. Well, and yeah, like, right. And I have so many unpainted things yeah, and unsettled um, things. And you know, I don't need to add to the right. pile. Yeah. Right. And scenery-wise, I've got a... Obviously, I'm more on the sci-fi side of things, uh, and mm-hmm. I've got a plethora of sci-fi scenery. I right. mean, I, obviously, new stuff that I've right. never seen or never right. used is always, always awesome. Cool, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. 
but with that, like, I have one game mat at home on mm-hmm. my 6x4 table. Okay. And it's just kind of a forested area. Right. Okay. I mean, I have it, Dead Zone's got two by twos that are specifically mm-hmm. by four Dead Zone. But now with 40K mm-hmm. and uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol and um, yeah. multiple other games, it's like, I, I need more than just this green. So you need that Thomas the Train mat that kids would get, that, that rug. <laughs> for, exactly for, for the yeah, Crisis right. Protocol. I mean, for yeah. Crisis, actually, I just saw a picture of one of those on yeah. one of the Facebook groups. Like, That's funny. Like, it's set up just like the Thomas the Train uh-huh. thing, and yeah. it's perfect. That's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, more sci-fi. Oh, more. more okay, my bad, my bad. specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, gaming mats would be my thing. Okay. Four by fours and three by threes. Right. Specifically. Sure. Oh, that um, would be super what cool. What about you, Rick Tuck? Well, that was, that's a great question. I wish I would have asked myself that question years ago. <laughs> um, so this is a funny story, and I wish I could get it back. That's that, right. If I okay. could get anything, it's something I already had and and had to get rid of. Oh, you've had it and lost it. Right. Um, I so many many years ago, Gale Force Nine used to take to conventions some very nice custom tables. Sure. Yeah. Right. And one of them was a HeroClix table for uh, Stark Enterprises. Nice. Oh. Right. Yeah. I used to own that table. Oh. Yeah. Oh, when I lived man. in North Carolina, I had that table. We would run HeroClix. Events are off yeah. that table. It was like geek out central, right? For sure. And this was during like one of the bigger peaks of Hero Clicks, sure. right? Yeah. When they returned after they went through their issues that they had, yep. mm-hmm. and then they came back, um, and uh, it was awesome. But when I was leaving North Carolina and I closed down the store and everything, got rid of that. I also got rid of the old 1999. Uh, uh, Millennium Falcon that was at Toys R Us. as big as the ceiling in this room. Yeah, I had one of those in the store too, and I had to Jeez. sell that. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but I would like to have either that custom game table back, or one uh, a, replica build. a new one, or maybe not that particular one, but a really nice custom game table. Yeah. Right, like like what Dave Taylor can make. Sure, right that. Uh, I wonder how you can get a hold of him. If only we knew who he was. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it's expensive. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, sure. You mean Dave Taylor isn't going to do that for you for free? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Uh, but other than that, I think the, the biggest thing like I would want during the holidays is time with my friends, which we already yeah. kind of talked about. Yep. Uh, now that I've made... Now that I'm back in Michigan, I'm I'm immersing myself in a in a very interesting community <laughs> of gamers and and, and uh, convention stuff and sure. comic book folks. Is uh, time with them to play the games that we all enjoy, to learn the games that I haven't played before, uh, and to teach some games that maybe they haven't played either. Yeah, yeah this time, time with friends. Time, time's right. val- time is valuable. Exactly. Right. Yeah. More valuable than most things. Right. And I think that a lot of your listeners are probably thinking, you know, that might be something as well as if, you know, if you want anything for the holidays, think about the time you can spend with your friends. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, and, and enjoy the games that you love. Right. Playing with them. Right. You yeah. know, and I mean, time is ultimately the biggest reason I pl- only play what I play. Right. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of other things that I have interest in. Sure. But I only have... X amount of time, right? Right, and yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm also naturally a competitive person. <laughs> I am not. No, naturally. I get that. I you totally know, get it. And yeah, right. And yeah. so I want to you know, use that time. No, absolutely. And 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 
the style of play that I enjoy. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I can totally get it. I didn't mean to bring it down, but I think or sap it up. But uh, I, I, all right, I, 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 I just I feel like that is something that I think as a challenge. Let's call a call to action to yeah. everybody listening: is play a game with your friends, spend some time with them, yeah, introduce them to something that you love that they may not enjoy, and and ask them to show you something that they enjoy that you haven't had the opportunity to play. Yeah. Right, right. So that would be that would be my call to action to everybody listening. That works. Do it. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's take a break. Let's get something to drink, and we'll come yeah. back, and we'll talk some news. Sounds cool. good. Modeling materials, special tools, paints, and other resources for sculptors and painters who love creativity above all. Discover us at Green Stuff World. It's time for the news. See? Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> the nice. Thanksgiving nice. edition of the news. All right, Mr. Hall. Well, Mantic has done another Kickstarter for Train Crate. Very cool. Yeah, this time it's all sci-fi. Um, sci-fi trees. So that alien Fiona Fol- foliage, foliage, I think be a yeah, term foliage than trees, right? Well, you know, I, I mean, I think that was where he was going with his tagline about using the model train trees uh-huh. and yeah. tired of using right, them. Right, Here, right. use these because you know you go to the game store and I have I've seen a lot of people playing. Even 40K, mm-hmm. and they've got those Christmas trees. And it's like, right. I mean, because well, <laughs> they're readily available. Right? Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. Um, so, with this Kickstarter, it's a lot of alien foliage, um, but also some uh, scatter trained for sci fi buildings and stuff like that. Very nice. Yeah, I watched I watched the video on that. I thought, okay. it, was, I thought it looked like it had potential. Yeah. I'm, I'm reserving my right for judgment for once I get my hands on it. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was funded in the first hour. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So oh. are the trees like the when you say alien foliage? Is, do they look kind of like those the the tin trees that from the Charlie Brown cartoon? <laughs> no. Right? Or just no, it's the old no. GW style where they take the styrofoam ball and they put the toothpicks in it. Oh, <laughs> nice! Yeah, it's exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I look for. I haven't seen it. I'm, I I know you sent us a link. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I look forward to looking at it yeah. after this because uh, I've I've been a big fan of the terrain crates. Yes. Uh, I enjoy the train crates. I, I have a little bit of all of them. Nice. Um, and I'm sure I'll end up with some of this. <laughs> and and they yeah. usually put a terrain crate piece in, like, free RPG day. Yep. So usually... Yeah, they had the... Like, um, like for the last, like, two or three years, they've had something. Yeah, and last year, this last one was mm. the um, from the graveyard. Uh, what is that building called? Oh, yeah, it, it is a mausoleum. Mausoleum, yeah, yeah okay. a small little mausoleum. Yeah, a small little mausoleum. Oh, right on. And, yeah. and guess who he, they join up with? We talked about them earlier. Uh, they always have a little painting guidebook for Army those pieces. Army Painter. Well, uh, we, 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 no, they, they team up with Army Painter. Oh, Army Painter. And Dave Taylor Miniatures. Oh, yep. yeah. smart of Dave Taylor. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it Very cool. Well, <laughs> so that's what I got. Exciting. Nothing, nothing else? Uh, no, not really. Right. <laughs> I, I think we always all bring like one bit of news. Yeah, one right? bit. Yeah, yeah pretty right. much. Yeah. What you got, Rick Talk? Oh, so mine is also a Kickstarter, uh, yep. and it's from one of my clients, uh, Steamforge Games. Uh, they have launched the Elden Ring board game, Ooh, right? Yeah. Uh, and I know that this is not really a board game podcast yeah, for the most part, but there's miniatures, right? And this is a definitely a miniatures podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is. This, sure. this game has a ton of miniatures in it. Uh, I'm not sure if I can pull it up real quick. 
Uh, but who, if you, who's making this? Steamforge Games. Okay, the so ones that do the Epic Encounter. Right. And so uh, you work yep. with them already as I it do. is. So yep. I'm guessing you're going to get a copy of this at some point? I'm sure I will. Uh, and Good night. I don't have to back it. There's, <laughs> Jesus. Ouch. Um, that's crazy that you say that. But yes. Uh, but yeah, it has a ton of miniatures. You can go to the Kickstarter right now and check it out. And because of the uh, insane popularity of the video game, right. yeah, Elden which Ring, is huge. Uh, this one has Dude, all of the nerds at my work played the heck out of that. I game. have no doubt. Yeah. Uh, everybody at my store did. Dude, all like, it was ridiculous. I'm like, all you hear well, about it is like, I work right, with a bunch of software developers mm-hmm. and stuff, yep. and they're like, yeah, I was playing Elden Ring last night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, Jesus. Well, this Kickstarter, uh, as the time of us uh, recording this yeah. has nine days to go. Right. Oh, okay. And they've already raised over $1.5 million. That's it? 1.5? All right. I oh, actually would have pathetic. expected to be higher considering the yeah. popular the video game. You know, with with the nine days left to go, though, I bet you they close out at close to three. I'm So if we were to all take bets on this, uh-huh. hedge our bets, I'm going to say it's going to just go to 2.1. 2.1? 2. 1. 2. Oh, 2. I, it'll be closer to three. Okay. So you say three, yeah. 2.1. 2. 2. You're at 2.5. Okay. Uh, I would love to see them get a three uh, mm-hmm. up towards yeah. the three, uh, three mil so, space. So talking to some people who've done Kickstarters, mm-hmm. they say uh, first 48 hours is a third. Yep. yep. Then the next whatever number of days is another third. Right. And then the last 48 hours is another third. Right. Yeah. You, you always get those people that are, are looky-loos until the end. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. They, yep. they want to make sure. for those... You know, uh, whatever you call them, the stretch goals, uh, stretch goals yeah. to come in. You see and, all the stretch goals, and I'm like, oh, right. okay, that's but the, the stupid goals, thing I'll is, is that they need the numbers to get the stretch goals. Correct. So that yeah. logic makes no sense. No, right. it really but doesn't. Whatever. Right. Um, but they've had over five thousand, almost fifty five hundred backers. That's actually not a huge number, to be honest. No, no. when you think about the gaming yeah. community at large, really, that's very I'm, small. Even if it, you don't take people that are just the video game fans, yeah, just sure. a board game community, that's a very small number. It is. Really. It is. Um, I might have to pass that around my work. Yeah. Because like I said, everyone, yeah. everyone who plays video games, computer games, has played Elden Ring right. there. And I, I never have, but right. I don't do nope. a ton of computer games at this stage of my right. life. And, and this company is also known for making like uh, the Devil May Cry board game, the right. Horizon Zero Dawn, and the what is it? Uh, Epic Encounter, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, yeah, Dark oh, Souls, Dark Souls, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, that was yeah. a big video game too, right? Yep. And there's lots of miniatures in all of those, cool. and they're all oh, yeah. b- beautiful. Um, I know that if I get this, I'll probably like with most ga- board games that have miniatures. Can- uh, <laughs> cannibalize the miniatures and put yeah. in maybe a, some other game I like to play that mm. starts with a D and ends with a D. Oh, really? huh, imagine that. Doesn't it end with an S? Well, both words start with Oh, me. okay. And, there, and there's an ampersand. <laughs> an ampersand in between. <laughs> By whatever do you mean? What are you talking about? Exactly. I don't know this game. N- nobody does. Diapers okay. and dandies? <laughs> yes. Yes, Animal Encounters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that but, sounds cool, Rick. Yeah, I checked it yeah. out. It does look. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's very, my news. Very cool. All right. Uh, see, my news is it is not Kickstarter related. No, it's not. I'm going to go to my typical Games Workshop yep. a hole that I, I, I tend to live in. Um, they've announced. I think the was it the next six <laughs> battle tones. Yep. Oh no, it's more than that. Is, it, is this part of Citadel Paint Line? <laughs> you say, yeah. You said battle tones, right? So that's tome. Tome. <laughs> like book. Oh, T-O-M-E, yeah. not tome, yeah, like as in like colors. Like the Dungeon Master Tome. Oh, oh, I totally get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You on board? 
Barely. All right. Barely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they have actually announced the next three. So okay. the next three is going to be Gloom Spike Gets, Beast of Chaos, and, oh, gosh. Of course, I forgot the last one. Anyway. Does that so, have to do with the dwarves? No, it doesn't have to do with the dwarves. Okay. Anyway, they've announced the next three, and then they've also announced the factions of the next, I think, five after that. So there's going to be uh, two death, uh, two order, and a chaos, I believe, for our nice. five after there that. There is definitely a chaos. Or two, there's two chaos. In yep. There. Yeah, because Corn and Slash, obviously, yep. we're both going to get it because <laughs> they haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Corn. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's a, and they're all saying that that's, uh, was it spring? Yeah. I believe it was all spring. There's three coming out this winter, then five in the spring. Like Q1, January. That's what March. they're saying. Wow, that's a lot of. That product. is a lot of product. I mean, most of it's just going to be books. Sure, but still. Um, oftentimes, when they when they redo a book for an army that's pretty well established. Right. There might be no miniatures or a miniature or a unit. You know, sure. A lot of times they will do a pretty light release as far as models are concerned. All right. So I have a question, and this is kind of news related because yeah. uh, I did I did see it recently, but it may not be a recent development to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that one of the biggest things that makes Warhammer popular is its lore and uh, some of the story that evolves okay. around the game. Right. 40K. Yeah. I would right. say for 40K, that's for very 40K, accurate. Right. For, for 40K. For Age of Sigmar, not. Sure. Okay. Um, but I, I heard that apparently like one of like the major named generals or commanders or something has recently been killed in the story arcs. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been following it very um, tight. So, yeah, I, I, I don't either, but uh, it's, again, TikTok Okay. Oh, there's a lot of GW They've been talking about that, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I follow or I, I'm followed by a lot of sure. people that, that are painters and or play Warhammer, right? And that was a big like conversation piece on I TikTok. I can see that. I know the um, the Imperial Guard book for 40k is about to be re-released okay. coming up uh, like uh, now, like this sure. this weekend, as a matter of okay. fact. Uh, they have one of their their FOMO boxes that they do. Oh, okay, uh, and so. They'll, they'll do this FOMO box mm-hmm. where you get, like, basically an early copy of the Army book. Okay. And then, like, a, three weeks to a month down the road, they'll re-release They'll release it for general. Like, okay. Like, buy it by itself. Very cool. Instead of right. spending $200 and getting some models and the book. Right. right? Okay. Um, so that that's happening this weekend, is that, okay. that box set. Nice. Uh, and maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe they've... Uh, yeah, maybe advance some storyline in that book. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I yeah, have, I yeah. I, I don't know the details on it. Okay. Uh, again, because it's it's not something I I normally follow, but I just know that it was a topic of like concern, <laughs> right? Um, amongst the people that really enjoy the lore. Yeah, absolutely. So. And Rick, that other book was Slaves to Darkness. Yes. Which is basically already yes. released, which is why I yeah. kind of went over my head. Nice. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, very cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's the news? That is the no, news. You know what? I, oh, I, oh, oh, I, I oh. actually have something else. Ooh. What do you have, Rick? So next weekend, uh, um, what is it? Uh, November 30th, 1st and 2nd of December is yeah. PAX Unplugged. Oh, that's nice. a thing. Which is a tabletop gaming convention in what, Philadelphia. What does PAX stand for? Uh, Penny Arcade Expo. Nice. All right. Um, most of those uh, PAX shows are video game mm-hmm. related. Uh, with PAX Prime, PAX uh, East, PAX South. Right. I don't think PAX South exists and anymore. And hence unplugged means and not unplugged. video games. Yeah, no video right. games, all tabletop. Uh, it takes place in Philadelphia. Sweet. Um, I will be in attendance. 
Very cool. And going around and uh, haranguing and uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. Doing what you do. Doing what I do. Pimping yourself out. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, all the publishers. Um, but Games Workshop will be there. So I'll be taking some pictures and probably do a couple of TikToks around the Games Workshop booth. Excellent. Right so uh, listeners, you know, stay tuned for that weirdness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, my hope is that I can potentially get a good lead at the GW booth because I, I have some friends that work at GW. Mm-hmm. Like I like the head of like trade sales marketing. Uh, I know those guys because I've worked with them for years sure. in, in the industry part. But when it comes to like. Who's the guy or gal yeah. to talk yeah. about like event, you know? I, I can get events, you a name or two. Right. So, they, and they should be there. Right. And if they're there, then right. we can have some conversations, yeah. right, which will only potentially help the GT with some some stuff. That'd be swell. Right. That would be swell. Yeah, so, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And then, of course, Mantic will be there. Yep. Weird miniatures will be there with Malifaux and Through the Breach and yeah. the other side, all their games. Absolutely. Um, and I can't remember. There was a couple others on the list that I showed you before the show mm-hmm. that had um, that are also going to be there that are um, kind of war game-ish. Uh, um, what was the one I said? Uh, Gale Force 9, so I think, was there. is this event uh, like a fan-based event? Um, is this meant for... The consumer? It's a consumer event. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a 100% sure. consumer nice. event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will admittedly say that uh, it is hyper-focused on tabletop role-playing games. Sure. Because yep. uh, the PAX <laughs> community, before PAX Unplugged, had their, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Acquisitions, Acquisitions Incorporated. Incorporated. Uh, yep. Live stream our, uh, D&D game where a lot of like Wat- Wizard of the Coast uh, employees and mm-hmm. known people in the RPG space. Sure. Uh, would would uh, participate in that those uh, streams, and they do an acquisitions incorporated yep. live stream at PAX Unplugged, and uh, a lot of my fellow TikToker friends are going to be there that are doing like panels yeah. and live stream stuff. Yeah. I personally am actually running two workshops on painting, oh, cool. nice. um, featuring the new Wiz Kids um, uh, like starter boxes. They have Vallejo paint in it. Okay, Some of the they new, partner up, right? And they came Sweet. out with these new these new starter boxes. Uh, but my, if again, if you're there, and if you haven't signed up for any workshops, uh, if there's any room, I don't actually think there's any room left in my <laughs> workshops. Through, <laughs> I think they've sold out. Nice, um, oh, that's cool. But if they haven't, I think the second one might have maybe five seats still. Yeah. And if uh, you are going, you want to come down and paint miniatures. Uh, it is going to be how um, painting miniatures for three feet away. Is that is the name of the uh, perfect? That's his specialty. It's perfect. Yeah, that is my specialty, and that is the, right. that is the class that I'm teaching. I'm I, I'm actually teaching it back to back, two sessions back to back on Sunday. Very cool. Yeah, well, I hope it goes well. It should be fun. I did it last year. All right. So it was right awesome. on. Yeah. Well, cool. Have a good time. Yeah. Right on. And I think that's it for the news. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. We're the competitive hotspot of Northern Michigan. Come enjoy good games with good food and better players at Sunken City. Hey, Ricks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What time is it? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like 11 o'clock. Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Oh, it's hobby time. Uh, hobby time. Hobby yes. time. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> is it like Finally. 11 o'clock? Oh, my God. You know, I, I had supper at 3, and now I, I'm way past my bedtime. You are way past your yeah. bedtime. That's for sure. That's right. You guys are so, so old. <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, Rick Talk wasn't here. That's, That's true. Right. right. So he, he was. He got four weeks. You better have gotten a lot of stuff done. Uh, why wasn't I here last time? 
Well, you shouldn't well, be packing crap to take to the hospital. <laughs> right, right. You yeah, weren't doing exactly. anything else. Uh, that's true. I was there for a few days. I could have. I had time. You had time. I could have been time. painting at the hospital. Or yeah, yeah. I had all the time. A little hobby knife. And, and, I, and I didn't care. sleep the entire time. I was there. <laughs> I'm sure, sure you did. You know, every 15 minutes, uh, Mr. Anthony, we need to draw some blood. Uh, Mr. Anthony, we're going to get your vitals right now. Mr. Anthony, could you please take this medicine? Uh, every every fifteen it's, minutes, it's brutal. And it would have right. been great with you helping with a hobby knife. Sitting oh, yeah, there going, right. oh, you're gonna wake me up for fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. You Laser, sure you want to do that? You don't mind me having a razor blade here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. We're glad you're feeling yeah. better. And I'm I, I I like I said right afterwards. I, it felt like a factory reset. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, like. Uh, for those of you listening that don't know, I, I did have a little bit of a, a heart issue come up, and I had to go to the hospital. Uh, but leading up to that, for like a few weeks, actually, it, probably it a lot was, longer. It was, it it was, was longer a, than a few weeks. It was weeks. a hot all minute. Right, all right. So I was finding that I was having a lot of difficulty uh, walking around, going upstairs, just literally doing anything physical. Yes. I couldn't walk 10 feet without feeling like I walked a marathon or right. ran yeah. a marathon. right. Um, but the very next day after they did what's called a cardio conversion, which means they shocked my heart back to normal sinus rhythm. Right. Uh, I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to feel. Right. <laughs> right. Just yeah. like your skin tone right. is so much brighter right. after. I mean, yeah. I came over the, the day, you know, I saw you the yeah, day you the, got home the from day, the hospital. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was night and day right. from the time yeah, I sure was before. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I still feel great. Good. There's some things that I, I you know, water retention and stuff like that, uh, excess sure. fluid, which is uh, things I'm working on. Right. You know, uh, I don't know if you notice when you use the bathroom, I have a bunch of numbers on the mirror. Yep. Oh, yeah. No. Which is milliliters of fluid of, that I'm outputting and also how much I'm inputting. Like I just. Oh, you're tracking. I'm tracking my fluid right in, intake so that I know that my, my, uh, my meds are working to getting the fluid out. Gotcha. Right. So gotcha. So what you're saying is your hobby time has all been spent on physically you. Correct. <laughs> that would be the correct answer. However, yeah. I that's I, good. I I, uh, I did put some models together. Okay. I put uh, a bunch of Malifaux miniatures together. Oh, I thought that's what I saw yeah, on the table out there. Yeah, yeah. probably like fifteen or twenty models. I, yeah. So uh, all the uh, uh, de la de la muertes. Yeah. Uh, miniatures that they came out with uh, this year and. Um, some other ones that are like these no strings puppet little creatures that All are right. like, yeah, they look like little puppets that are on like a broom and a knight. And they're, they're just little weird okay. little creatures. And I thought they don't have really good like um, points for basing. Mm-hmm. Like it might just be the stick of the broom is what you glue, down. <laughs> glue to the base. Right, and it's like, oh, it, it, they're tough. Sounds a little obnoxious. <laughs> they're just a little difficult. Okay. They're a little difficult. Uh, so I probably based them inappropriately. I probably should have made some green stuff uh, mount, uh, like basing some to lean against, kind of right. thing. Right? Okay. Yeah, but uh, I, did, I, I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. This is what they gave me. This is what I'm going to do. Guess right. we'll find out. Yeah, uh, and then. Uh, since I've been back from the hospital, I also did some videos with Rick. Yep. Uh, where we did. Um, uh, some Vallejo videos. Some Vallejo videos. Yeah, and yeah. I think I did some with Austin as well. Yeah, you did. Uh, so we did, we're just showing off some of the Vallejo Express colors, mm. but just like doing a couple strokes on, on a miniature right. to kind of show how it applies and what it looks like sure. after it dried. Yeah. Just yep. to get, you know, color interest and right. whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's been my hobby this past week and a half or so. Uh, all right, that's fair. 
Yeah. Fantasy but I have something? plans. But we'll get to that. He has All plans. Right. All right. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah. Uh, so I said I'd get some corn models painted. Yes. Um, yellow? And I did. Bright yellow? Bright, super bright yellow. <laughs> corn should be yellow. <sighs> No, I did uh, oh, six months. Oh, yeah, corn. Oh, corn. Blades of corn. I see. Um, because unlike you, I like the darker side of things. Blood for the blood <laughs> god, yes. Evil, um, evil Rick. Yeah, uh, I painted up six of them. I gave a shot. Uh-huh. I did mostly contrast paints on them. Right. Were those, uh, which which models were those? Those are the, oh shoot, I don't know which models they're actually called because I'm still learning they, all this the stuff. Cult, the cultists? Um, yeah, they're the cultists, I um, believe. Yeah. I can't Mara- remember. Not Marauders. No. Um, okay, anyway. Yeah, anyways. Um, I posted it up on the yeah. uh, GT page. Uh, they were kind of fun to paint. Like, um, that's a lot of red. <laughs> a lot of red, a lot of, lot of skin, too. Yeah, a lot of skin. Right. Uh, had some fun with the skin uh, mm-hmm. using uh, two different contrasts. Very um, cool. To kind of blend it a yeah. little bit different. Uh, and then, yeah, had some fun with it. Um cool. I started also to kitbash my salamander and enforcers together mm-hmm. uh, for my little Mantic Dead Zone project. Sweet. Um, seeing how that goes. And I was talking to Brian about it on the podcast for Dead Zone. Um, and I told him that it was like, because Ambush has come out for Kings of War, and I was like, I'm not really sure I want to go forward with that so I can build these guys as the Ambush army for Kings of War. And he's like, uh, no, you need to do the dead zone thing. We want to see that more than we want to see you play Kings of War. And I'm like, okay. All right. There you go. So yeah, that's what I worked on. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Right. What about you? What about me? What that's about right. Me? What, what he about, hid in the trees. He what, hid in the trees the entire you, time. Camouflage. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, I see what you've been working on. Right. I brought in some, I, <laughs> yeah, I brought exactly. in some samples for the guys to look at. Um, so I have. And we love it when you do that. I yes. have finished. All of the the big trees for my Sylvanath project. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and I, they look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I got Wait, s- these are done. They're done. Okay. I have questions. Okay. <laughs> that's that's here are your questions. Okay, so I'm looking at them. Yes. And I see that there's the, a lot of white. Is that to represent old wood? Uh, it's more. So kind of my my inspiration okay. for this was is the weirwood tree from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Right? All right. It makes total all sense. the questions have been answered yeah, now. That <laughs> answers everything. Because the trees are white. Right. And know, they have so, the, and they yeah. have, they have the red tears and, and, and I see that you have the red like, like leafy buds and stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, and and the weirwood trees have the red leaves. Right. Or, yeah, um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was my inspiration for the color scheme. Okay. Answers so, everything. Right. So it's kind of, I mean, if for the listeners out there, you can kind of envision almost like a, like a birch tree. Yeah. You know, yep. with, with. If uh, you would have said I was going with a birch tree theme, I would have been like, also, oh. Yeah, yeah. 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 100%. It's got kind of a, a birch feel to it, but with red leaves. Yeah. Uh, but again, because it's weirwood themed. Okay. Because, you yeah. know, you, you look at the weirwood and they always have the face in the, yeah. in the tree trunk kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Okay. It, it is different, right? It is. You're not going to yeah. see many. Uh, Sylvanath armies nope. with a white, a right. white bark. Tree. No, of course not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the whole so the whole army is kind of whitish looking. Okay. Um, with you know, I, I did uh, some some ink mm-hmm. also under so so a little bit of brown, right? You know, a little bit of like blackish blue in there too. Um, and then if you also notice, like all of the uh, the etchings right. in the bark. So I went through afterwards. I 
after I had all my regular paint down, I glossed the miniature. Okay. And then I went through with uh, some Tamiya uh, dark brown panel liner. Okay. So any any like etchings and stuff in there, I hit it with the panel liner, mm-hmm. and it it makes it pop out. Okay. So it really, well, it, it really adds to the depth and right. the recesses of the model. I mean, the miniatures look amazing. Thank and you. one of the things I'd like to uh, spotlight and, and have you, like, if you would talk a little bit on it is yeah. uh, when you were here last Thursday, right. when I got back from the hospital, yeah. uh, you were using a new green paint. Yes. What was that paint? Okay. Uh, it's, yes. Uh, so I, I was uh, put on this product, product by one of the GT sponsors, mm-hmm. imp- impending Duff, Neil Duffy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a professional painter, instructor, right. and uh, he does a little bit of retail sales through his website. Okay. And he just features products that he uses a lot in his in his line of work and that okay. kind of thing. So he had somehow, I don't know how, come across a line of paint called Dirty Down. Okay. It's called, it's, it's a very small brand. Right. Uh, they're mostly used in uh, like movie special effects. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's not. They weren't originally designed for miniature use, mm-hmm. and as far as I know, they have only three colors. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, they have a moss effect, which is the what you're looking at right. on these models. So, uh, and and it, it's like the more you layer it, like the different. Yeah, it, it, it gives you different shades. It has different depth. Yeah, right. It's, right. it's really when you were putting it on the miniature, I was like, what? The? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, when you when you apply it, you kind of like. You almost, yeah. like, dab it on. Yeah, what is you a sorcery? Like, yeah, you don't, like, traditionally paint it. You kind of dab it. Right. And so you'll go in, like, different thicknesses as you apply it to right. kind of give it a, a depth and a, a more real feel to yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, so they have the moss. They have a verdigris, mm-hmm. which that's my least favorite of the three. Sure. But maybe it's because I just haven't really figured it out yet. Verdigris sounds like it would be something that you probably find yourself using more in a sci-fi sense. On yeah, like, or if I, like, bronze statues or right. something like yeah. that right. on there. And then the last one, which is actually the best, is the rust. Okay. Mm-hmm. The nice. rust is amazing. The rust is phenomenal. All right. Cool, cool. It, it literally looks like it's rusted metal. He did mess. it. Rick Talk, he did it on some of the scenery for the GT. Okay. And it, it blew my mind how much it looked like rust. It's yeah, right. not a plastic model painted. It's right. rust. It, it looks like metal <laughs> rusted out. Yeah. That, yeah. If you, if you it was handle, crazy. It's and been it, in storage for like a whole year. It got a little rusty. You're going to get tetanus, it, but yeah, it's right. just plastic it, it, and paint. And it looks like it's textured, like rust. Really. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. You know, it, it's, you're yeah. going to see it on your demon model that I'm working on. Oh, will I? Yes. Okay. It, it, it will nice. be on there for sure. All right. On, the, on like the chains I mean, that are hanging off right. his wrist and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah, it, yeah. It's going to look pretty I'm bad. really excited for that because uh, it, it's going to get its own little video series. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and I will probably have a, like a list of questions ask you <laughs> sure. so I can incorporate that in, you know, like what okay. paints were used and, yeah, what, and sure. everything. So, so yeah, so I got uh, all six done. I have um, the Tree Lord Ancient, which you're looking at now. Mm-hmm. And then the other model with the sword is the Spirit of Druthu. Nice. And, and then his swords are nuts, aren't they? Yes. Every time he does a sword, I look at him I'm like, what is the sorcery? Yeah. Well, you, well, you two could do that. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah. hard. So what did, say what, that. So what did you do to make the sword look like that? What kind of technique? Uh, all right. So what? It, it's like an undershade. Oh, but was it with an airbrush? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the cool stuff with airbrush, right? Come on now. Uh, no. So the, the trick the trick to making cool looking stuff with your airbrush right. is... Is to use an airbrush. One, yeah. <laughs> One use an airbrush. A, okay. use an airbrush. Noted. All right. So, B, depending upon 
what colors you're using, yeah. right? So if you're going with a warm, like the orange I have on there. Right, yeah. So your undercolor for warm is going to be brown. Brown, yeah. right. Your undercolor for cold is going to be black. Right. Right. So then you take, so in this case, since it's orange, I took mm -hmm. a yeah. brown. Mm -hmm. I painted the whole sword dark brown. Sure. Then I took white and feathered it at the, the points I wanted to be bright. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the bright areas of the sword were then painted white. So it looks okay. like a brown and white sword right. when yep. it's done. So then I take the orange and shoot it over the whole thing. So the parts that are brown are going to be dark orange. Right. And yeah. the parts that are white are going to be bright orange. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, and you feather it. So it's just it's a nice, smooth transition because mm -hmm. you feather that white. And then... I went back over it again with white and the very tips, the part that I wanted to be the very brightest. Yeah. Hit those again with the with white also, and then shot the whole thing with yellow. Oh, okay. Right, because yeah. the the yellow is so transparent. Right. Yeah. That you that, can that see the, you can through. see the orange yeah. through the yellow. Right. But, but then, then on those tips, but then the parts that are the yeah. tips that are white. It gives you that nice. Uh, they're really hot. Right, and I think that would be like if someone was really good at wet blending. Yeah, they could uh, they could possibly achieve this effect. One hundred percent, they could. No, but, not, not even possibly, but it's going to take you hours. Correct. Where that took me minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So really, what it is is so you and I are three, three feet. I yes, I'm one hundred percent of Jeff is hand to face. No, that looks like, great. What are you talking about? It looks great at three feet. It looks well, amazing. At, no, at three, at three feet, feet. At three feet, these are just right. Phenomenal. Good. <laughs> When I say three feet, it's like, oh, he put paint on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Good job, Rick. You put your three colors on your paint. Yeah. On your miniature. Right. But but with Jeff's, we can pull it all the way up here and go, Correct. oh, my God. And they look amazing. But yes. the thing is, with, with like the sword, it's not hard. It's easy. It's just you got to learn the tricks. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, painting is about tricks. Yeah, it really is. I yeah. am not an artist. I am. Yeah. I can't well, draw but you to are, save my life. Right. But you understand color theory. It's obvious. I've, I've learned it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. And it's obvious in all the miniatures I've seen that you've done that the, color my, theory. My wife would argue with you. <laughs> right. I have no. I have no. Well, no doubt. She says, all you know how to do is is put things that contrast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she tells me. Hashtag brilliance. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but, but you it do. Pops. <laughs> but you but also do understand it because yes. if you didn't understand it, uh, you probably would not have been able to achieve like certain uh effects like these these um these mushrooms that are growing on, on around right. the armpits and stuff yeah. the way yes. you got those uh with with the different complementary colors to each other just like the sword though the brown contrasts the lighter colors the lighter colors all complement each other to give you the effect that you're looking that's for that's true yes it right. it, right. it would be kind of fun for us to take a model like all three of us paint the exact same model the way we paint, just, just to see how they look. Well, I can tell you how they look. Amazing. 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 Eh, eh. And then, <laughs> good job, Rick. Right. Well, that good, that good job, Rick, goes both ways. Right. No, <laughs> I've seen your work. I've seen your paints. Sorry. I've seen the stuff that you've done for your crisis protocol stuff. I've also seen that, like, when you came here for a paint and take and you did the chibi yeah. model, that looked amazing. I, uh, granted, you did it in, like, an hour. Yeah. Right? So I understand <laughs> that given an hour. Time constraints, sure. Yeah. It still looked great. My thing is, I I just don't do any of that stuff yeah. that you guys are, are do. Uh, so I I just I just okay. Have fun so it's that. it's 
hand within inches, right. it's two feet, three feet. Sure. Okay. We can go that with that. Yeah. But I still think it'd be fun for us uh, all I three agree. to paint I agree. the it'd be, same it'd model. It'd be entertaining, yeah. right? I sur- I'm sure Rick's got a model it, it, around here. It would, also be, of- it, it would also be interesting. If oh, we, I absolutely we, do. We would each uh, keep track of how much time it took us to finish that one model. That's true. Right. Right. You well, know. So I'm... So... I always talk down about my painting, right? Yeah. Though I did get to sit next to Dave Taylor for three years and watch and I'm, paint. I'm going to say... Right. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, okay. Who knows this guy? Uh, but I... Um, but I also, I do get invited to be an instructor yep. on different painting things. But it's not because I'm a good painter. It's because I'm actually a pretty good talker. Right. And I think that's what, <laughs> for, for a lecture, right. I can talk about basics. Well, yeah. And, and, that's, know, and that's why I only right. give basic classes. And, and those that, that do, do, and those who Don't can't, teach. teach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I agree. Right. <laughs> I mean. Hashtag hey. teacher. <laughs> to a point, I've seen some of the models you painted around here. You there can are, paint decent, man. There, there Don't are some, even. There are some good ones around oh, here. Like, those are the pre-painted ones. <laughs> oh, that I just. I, oh, I, that explains so much. I now did, I did remarks on. <laughs> I didn't like its cloak being green, so I made it purple. Oh, uh, no, that uh, explains but, so much. But like the hate models and some yeah, of the right. um, exactly. Uh, the uh, Song of Ice and Fire stuff that I have painted, yeah. they look all right. Cthulhu's looking pretty good too. And Cthulhu is yep. looking all right. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a challenge we got to do for each other. All right, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah that's. For- I, I mean, I have ideas. Right. Oh, because I don't think it should be one model. Oh, I think we should each have. So, the reason I say this, and and again, this is a good call to action to the community that listens to this podcast. We should each do a model of a genre that we prefer. Each. So, if you like fantasy, Age mm-hmm. of Sigmar. We should each paint an Age of Sigmar model, yeah. the same one. Okay. I like D and D type stuff, so we should yep. all paint a D and D one as well. Right. And, and then I you like sci-fi, and you like sci-fi. Yeah. So we get to paint in everybody's genre. That'd of, be fun. That'd be yours like, yours and I are going to be close yeah, in regards to genre. Yeah, they will be. But true. yours is going to be the different one because yeah. sci-fi can depending on what you pick. If it is a mantic its own piece or a uh, uh, what's the uh, the firefight one? Firefight, right? Well, they're or, the same. Or Corvus Valley, or, or any of yeah, whatever. Game Workshop, yeah. or whatever. Sure, anything yeah. that's sci-fi themed. The 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 difference is the the colors that you're going to use, guys. Right. You, a lot of those sci-fi, you want those like um, what are they called? Neons for like the sure. lighting sure. effects, yeah, yeah, and, right? Yeah, the and the weird OSL stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Whereas for the fantasy stuff, I like I like realism. Yeah. Right. I like those dark. Tones, or it looks like they're in the shadows, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know? I, I don't. Right, you don't. No, right. well, yeah, but you have that pop. Yeah, you, like you every just, single model yes. of yours right. has a pop so, to it. But right. I, I am also painting to earn points. Yes, right. That's oh, is that part of? Oh, the, absolutely. You get uh, that's a hundred percent. I did not. So I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Games Workshop, but most events have a a, a painting point a painting, system, a painting scoring metric. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, and while. On the metric, it doesn't say does it pop. That's not one of the things there, but change it to does it pop. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm what I'm going for is that when I have that sitting out and that judge walks up to my right. my army, I want I want their eyes drawn right to certain yeah certain, oh yeah certain so, areas so right. I've judged like Origins uh, painting events sure. uh, at Origins Game Fair at PAX Unplugged. I've I've been a, a judge for painting and like when I go up to a model. The first thing I see is again. I look at the three foot away. What what hits me hard there? Right. And it's, I always look at their basing. Right. What is the what does a model as a whole look like? And it, it does a basing 
like connect. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of my bass? I already told you. Oh, they yep. look freaking amazing. <laughs> right? um, did you catch the mushrooms on there? With I the, did. With the little white yes. Dots? Yes. yes. I seen yeah. everything with the yeah the red mushrooms with the white white dots on it. Yeah. Yes. You hit it hard. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> you hit it hard. Get over it. Right. Oh. And then when I pick the model up, the first thing, and I think every, I think almost every judge does this. They go to the face. Yeah, of the model. Yeah, that is that is truly your fo- it's it's, right. it's it's one of the focal points of a, of any piece is mm-hmm. what does the face look like because right. that's a thump- something that we as humans naturally gravitate yeah. towards. Right, and if the faces look great, the model itself usually looks great. Yeah, that's true. Right? Oh yeah. So I I always go to the face first and then I pull out from that. Right. To kind of get the full effect of that yeah. piece. Right. And I look around and I look at again I think color theory, um, uh, use of uh, multiple different. Uh, effects like if someone comes in with a cool model and then as I pull away and I notice oh they did a really amazing object source light yes. effect based right. on like a staff with a glowing gem yeah. or a lightsaber with the light going down I would the like side. to I would like to take some classes on, so on it, that topic yeah um, I've, I've tried, I've tried it. a couple times and I'm I just I'm not pulling it, I'm not pulling it off right yeah, uh, not, it's mediocre at best right you know and I, like I've seen some just. Yeah. Unreal Amazing. OSL yeah. stuff. Right. I've seen some OSL is crazy. Uh, what is it? The Santa Sora, uh, the Santa, um, the big painting tournament that just occurred. Okay. That um, my buddy just won. He got best in show. Oh, wow. Uh, first American to ever get it over in Italy. Oh, in Italy. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, they don't know, really know how to paint over there anyway. So, nope. Not <laughs> sure. Yeah. All of Europe and Russia and, and <laughs> yeah. everywhere. The rest of the world Man. comes there. Um, but he. Uh, there was another person that had submitted a model, and I think they got first place in fantasy or something mm-hmm. like that. And it was like um, a, a, a adventurer coming into like through a, a, a diorama of a, like a rocky doorway, and it's he's like had already stepped through, and a torch in one hand, and the yeah. torchlight al- on it illuminated yeah. him yeah. well. And then on the on the wall behind, it had a, a halo and his shadow. Oh, I mean, they, oh they, they OSL the guy, the, the miniature amazing. shadow on right. this brick wall space. Wow. I was like, oh my god, next level, right? And then right. when you look at those, his, uh, uh, his miniature and the one that my buddy got best in show with, if you looked at them, it looked like a freaking, uh, it could be a painting, a two dimensional painting. How good they looked! <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it, it is ridiculous. You know, it, did I not share this with you guys on? Uh, I don't. I don't recall seeing it. On uh, here, hold on. I'll pull it up. All right. Um, well, while you're pulling, that well, while up, you're pulling up, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so I finished all of the six yep. big monsters. Yeah. Um, uh, and then a couple other things today. I finally got my endless spells in, which I've oh, been okay. out of stock okay. forever. Yeah. So I got those assembled this evening. And then I've also been working on the Sylvaneth Wildwoods. Yep. And I am. Which also looked great. I am deep in the leaves uh, <laughs> on, on that prod yeah. project. So I got all of the the trees, the the trunks. Okay. And with the surrounding grass and stuff, yeah. that's all done. Uh, for And I got six, there's six pieces. So six I got, pieces, I got okay. two boxes of three pieces each. Okay. So I got all of the trunks done, completely finished. So now I'm just working on the boughs, the the leaves and the branches and stuff. And, and the tournament for this is uh, December fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a couple weeks. Cool. Um, no problem. Right on. So yeah. the event is called Monte San Savino. Okay. Uh, in Italy, 
And this is the Best of Show by Eric Swinson, who's out of Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. I used to paint when I lived in Virginia Beach. Okay. He, he paints all of his models at a local hobby shop. Oh, uh, on, right on. on Wednesdays. Oh, that's really cool. Right. <laughs> and uh, I would go down there and we'd paint. Yeah. So yeah. what brand is the model? Do you know? It is a uh, it is a custom sculpt. A custom sculpt. Yeah. Okay. So he submitted a custom sculpt by somebody from, I think, Big Child Creative sculpted it for right him. Right on. So it looks kind of like an American Indian-ish. Yeah, um, like a Wendigo looking, like, or right. werewolf-y looking. But yeah, it's thing. more like a like an American Indian werewolf. Right? Yeah. And so he's got like the feather headdress. Yeah. He's got some totem poles on his yeah. back. Mm. No, he's he's beautiful. Right. And if you scroll up, you'll see what uh, there's an orc that he did for the, his previous one because he he was the first American to win the Masters for Fantasy. Oh, um, that's exciting as well. And uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful model. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Right. You, you know, and yeah. I just can't. Kind of reminds me of Wow, Wow World of Warcraft. Yeah, oh, the, yeah far superior. Yeah. yeah, the orc <laughs> far yeah. superior. Yeah, I just I can't get into competitive painting like that. Yeah, you know, just. I wear out. Right. Uh, it, sure. But it's a, it's a cool skill set to have. It is. No, it absolutely is. Um, I, 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 sorry. Sometimes I wish I, I could get into right. it, right? But, you know, when you're when you're painting to this level, you know, you're right. at you know, 40, 80 hours. Into, if not more. If not yeah. more. Yeah. Into, into On a one part. single miniature. <laughs> into a single miniature. Yeah. yeah. And I just look at it like, mm-hmm. you know, I probably got that into a whole army. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find that one I was talking about right. where the shadow cast yeah. it as well. And I said, I'm just, I love, I, I enjoy painting and stuff like right. that, but I also paint to play. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. And, and those guys paint to paint. Paint yeah. to paint and paint to win. And, and paint to win. <laughs> yeah. And paint to win their, com- their, yeah. their competition. Right. Yeah. Which is awesome. You know, and I'm super and impressed by it and that kind of thing. Every I just, time I see it. It's just like going to like an Adepticon going and looking at the Golden Demon. Like. Right. That stuff's amazing. It is. I'll never be there, but no, I'm gonna go play and have there. fun. You know, and I I have entered the Golden Demon a couple yeah. of times, and and um, like whenever I do that, my goal is just to make the cut. Yeah, because <laughs> I know I'm not, I know I'm not right. gonna win, but sure. if I can make the cut, you know that that's 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 saying cut. something. Yeah, yeah. The, you can see the, the shadow, shadow cast it, on amazing, the back. Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And really, the model. He, and we're looking at the one that Rick was talking about with the. Uh, it's a skeleton with a lamp. He's a skeleton with a lamp, object source lighting. <laughs> And if you really look at the miniature, it's almost c- all completely painted in reds and yellows. Yes. Like, you're not actually seeing any color of the cloth. Right. But it looks like what clothing would look like if it was in lit a light. And it does. A, a it looks like a 2D painting on yeah, a wall. It right. Really it's, does. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's beautiful. Uh, so, if anybody, if, if you uh, don't already follow Eric Swinson, uh, uh, give him a follow on, on Facebook and you can see all these amazing miniatures yeah. that he painted. No, it's, yeah, absolutely. And, and absolutely. others of obviously he he gives he gives big props to everybody else that participated in the event, right? Uh, and these are painters from all over the world. Yeah, like, I mean if it's, um, if it's in Italy, I mean yeah. But I think this was yeah this one was actually an entry for the Golden Demon. No, is it a GW model? No, then it wouldn't be in the Golden Demon. It's a, the Golden it, Demon. it says on here it says I know there's a ton of fancy new Golden Demon entries today, but oh, but here is Andres painted by. I don't know who Andres is. Or what, uh, what I that bet he's is. a good Not painter. A Dark Souls. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Or, yeah, Hera Models minis. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing work. Yeah. You know, and yep. when when we look at what we're painting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't 
personally, I don't compare myself to these guys. I, no, at all. It wouldn't be fair at all. No, and I and I don't actually ever want to see. I don't. I don't. I don't have any aspirations to be that good. Me either. No. Right. Yeah. Me either. Um, because I know that they paint because they love painting, and they're right. they are they are that's truly what they do. Artists. Yep. Yeah. Right. I am a hobbyist at best, and that's why we call 100%. this. What is this, this segment called? Hobby time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm the same way. Yeah. But I'm I'm also painting for score. Right. Yeah. W- which I did not know, and now yeah. that I know, that makes a lot of 100%. sense. So right. a long time ago, early in my tournament going days, when I played 40k. Right in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Granted, for, sorry, for I, early Saturday. Early Sunday. Yeah, early. Let's, let's get early, it right. Early. Let's get it right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I started to kind of break events down okay. a, a little bit. Yeah. And um, so there are, if you're a tournament player in, right. in games, there are some things you have control over and some things you don't. Right. So I started looking at things and said, okay, well, how do I – maximize as many points as I can mm-hmm. that I have control over because right. I can't control dice. C- correct. Right? Yep. I mean, I can control my, my tactics right. and strategy and I can control the points I'm going to get from my gameplay to a certain extent. Right. You know, mm-hmm. well, you can, you can, you, uh, you get points for game, like, uh, for winning games. No, not just for winning games, but also being a good player. Like right. I, I yes. enjoyed my time playing with you. Right. Yeah, not so much. A lot of them have gotten away. Yeah, a lot of them have gone right because that's very subjective. Okay. Uh, But you know, but you're going to get a certain amount of points from playing the games. Okay. Which I have a lot of control over that, but not complete control. Okay. Because I can't control the army my opponent is bringing. Right. Our luck, good or bad, during during the course of the game. Uh, That being said, if you are if you know your rules and you're consistent, and you know you're a good strategist, Mm -hmm. you're going to do. Fairly, fairly well. Right. Yeah. And you're, you're going to do fairly well. Right. Yeah. And so then the next part comes with the appearance score, and mm-hmm. all the bigger events will put a matrix out of right. what you will earn your points for. Okay. So if you can go through and you can check all those boxes, right. other than the subjective, is this the best army here points, right. Right, right? which I don't have control over that. Right. What I have control over is to put my best effort forward mm-hmm. and hope it's enough to maybe get some of those subjective points. Okay. But... Yeah, and Who that, knows? Makes, yep. that makes sense. But, you know, if there's 90 points available on the checkboxes and right. 10 subjective points, I know I can get those 90. Right. And then I can make up for that other 10 right. in my gameplay. Right. Right. So that's kind of. Okay. And, and that's it's a good way to play the system. Right. And, right. yeah, that's and, exactly and what and it is. And, it's, playing, it's playing the system. And if you're playing this game, it's part of that game is playing that system. Yep. That's right. So that makes total sense. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is there anything like that with like Dead Zone or uh, Firefight? No, we're a lot more casual. Makes sense. We're honestly a lot more casual. Okay, it's how we do it. Yeah, I mean that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what it is too. I mean, it's a different when you play in a Dead Zone tournament, right? Like Dead Zone is a two by two skirmish game. Sure, Um, that is a great game for your library in the basement. Right, but so I when mean, you take it to a tournament, you should have some baller armies for a skirmish game, though. I mean, well, yeah, I, I, we've got some guys that paint some amazing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're painting and ten really dudes, do. you should, right? Um, but we don't. We focus on the whole community part and having right. fun. That like that's what we do with our right. tournament. Sure, right. Um, but it's not taking anything away from Age of Sigmar tournaments and 40k tournaments. Right. Like everybody has their 
Yeah, niche, of course, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. and that has evolved over the, yes, over it the has. years. It wasn't always like that. Yeah, you know, but um, you know, GW in the '90s and stuff, they really started putting a lot of emphasis on the painting, and probably right. because yep. they sell paint, right? right? Of course, yeah, it's you know, funny I mean, how that works. Right? No, it is funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, and it's good. It's good marketing. Right? It's good marketing, but but you know what? It's way more fun. To play against someone else who has a painted army. Oh, I have no oh, doubt. Oh, 100%. Then, then to yeah. play someone who's just got gray plastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, Well, I, in our tournaments, we never have gray plastic. Like, that's a requirement okay. that your stuff is but, painted. But at the hobby shop, you play gray right. plastic all the time. You know, when you're hanging out on whatever and so, and, night. Yeah, and, so, and somebody may want to just field their, their right. units before they painted yeah. them. Just, well, just yeah. Just to get a, a, a test run. Happens all the time. Yeah. And yeah. just, it's always more enjoyable to when play you have your painted, stuff painted, yeah. and they have right. their stuff painted, one hundred percent. You know the immersion. There's a yeah. The, the immersion yeah. is just so much right. cooler. Right. You know, yes. that's all there is to it. Well, and I'll, and for me as someone that would be considered like a bystander, when I walk yeah. by a table and you have two amazingly painted armies, sure. uh, you're going to stop. You stop and right. you stop and look and you go, oh snap! Right. right. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Versus a whole bunch of gray, you're like, oh, right. Or or even playing. and no offense to the people that. Stick to the three color rule, yeah. right? Just so they have our uh, units on the field. Yeah. But when they are high class, mm-hmm. well done, right? Thought out, provoked. Hey, yep. It's a it's a it's a stopper. It's a thing. You, right. you stop by. Well, like the Alice in Wonderland uh, unit yeah, that, that guy cool. had. I was, was saying, really <laughs> yeah. sick. Dave Taylor has whole books on the so- on the topic. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to check out Armies, Legions, and Hordes, it's right. one of his books. And then he also has the. Uh, uh, the coffee table series, a painter right. with a, art of, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the art of series. <laughs> right. I have three of them right next. They're great. Yeah. 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 Inspiring too. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, right. I've looked at them and gone, oh, I'll never be able to do that. <laughs> I'll never paint that many guys. <laughs> Especially all that look kind of the same. Right. Well, what's super uh, yeah. funny is like, I have um, by Jolly, uh, I can't remember the full name of it, Jolly Roger, I think it was, is, but. Um, those wooden paint handles on like the stone. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. These, that's what the, that that set is for. Is if you're doing a big unit, yes. you put them all on the tag, uh, yeah. right. so you can just one color them, at a time. Yeah, pick them all up and go right through assembly and, line. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I have the whole setup for. Yep. Um, yeah, I have like the 15 of those GW painting handles. I do the yeah. same thing. I just I yep. just put them in a line. Yep. Just, do, 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 and I will go, say go, that go. I will be. It, you know, as far as like what will we be doing now between now and the next thing for hobby? Yeah. Is uh. I may not get to start painting them yet, but I'm going to start building my orcs. Nice, because that's what I want to play in in forty k. All right, is orcs, and I have I Playing think two. Orcs. I have two starter boxes. Yep. I have like a one of the the motorcycle, um, the motorcycle units, and then you have some other random some other random yeah. stuff. Cool, right? So I yep. I probably have enough to put what a five hundred point. Oh, if you got no, two starters, you've got, you probably got more than that. You're probably closing on a thousand. Okay. Yeah, you're in the nine fifty to a thousand points okay. with what I've seen that you have. That'd be fun. Some of the stuff you have up there, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I do have some point painted orcs lying around yeah, you in the do. studio right. too. That's cool. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Mr. Hall, what you got? Um, I'm going to be working on some epic encounters. I'm painting the kobolds. Nice. Oh, oh, yep. for, for yeah. your your yeah. for the D and D group. D and D group. Cool. Nice. Yep. Well, I am finishing Sylvaneth Wildwoods. I have one finished, which I also brought to show these guys, which I thought looks really good so far. It does. <laughs> and then uh, I also have an endless spell to paint. All right. So I'll yeah. definitely get all that knocked out by the next episode. An endless spell? Yeah. It's so an Age of Sigmar thing. It's an Age of Sigmar thing. 
So um, <laughs> many of the factions have uh, items that you can buy for your army. It's called an endless spell. Okay. And they cost points. Right. right? Usually, like, if you have a caster... He has right. a spell that's just built into his cost. Is that like that flaming skull thing? Yes. Yep. Oh, it's exactly what that is. So yeah. they, they they came out with a, like a box set yes. of all those things. Yes. I've, yep. I've, I've painted all those okay. before. So, you, so those are the generic ones. Okay. And then uh, a number of factions also have faction specific ones. Okay. And so um, I'd say probably about seventy percent of the factions have their own. Okay. And it's just they they always come in a box set of three. Oh, nice. Yep. So. Um, these are all Sylvan F themed, okay. right? So uh, the one I got to paint up is the um, Spite Swarm Hive. Of course. So it's basically like a giant insect hive, and yeah. all these insects are flying out <laughs> and swarming out of it. Right. So it's, it sounds amazing. It's, it is. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. There's like a haunted floating tree. That's another one. Uh, you know, that sounds cool. Yeah. You, so in Age of Sigmar, what are what are the ghost creatures? The, uh, the night haunt. The night haunt. Yes. So they have some too. They, so they have their own endless spells. With that ghost tree, would you use that same kind of maybe that night haunt paint effect? That 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 it's like that ghost bluey green. That yeah, uh, I've I w- seen a lot of those. You you could do that. I, yeah. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, okay. it's it's gonna be okay. Pretty that, close to what this stuff looks okay. like. Just we to, would. I, know, I would. <laughs> the Ricks would. Just to be yeah. themed. Okay. You know, it's got right. it's got a mesh. Of course. Yeah. Right. It's got to blend. That makes sense. Right. Points. Yeah. Points. <laughs> yep. Gotta get your points. Yep. Get you, right. Get them points. That that wouldn't that wouldn't be contrast enough for, for me. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Did you hear that wave of uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> hey guys, that was fun. Yeah, yeah it was. Right. We'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Yeah. Have a great week. See you.